Is that red light on? We're good. Welcome the fuck back. We're here again. We're Monday. here. Mondays, every Rolling Mondays. Weed and talking shit. Talking philosophizing business and two pens. Marijuana mindset. Much weed today. Yeah, we're running low. But uh, we're gonna do the best we can. But <laughs> shout out to uh, our boy Rocky at Timeless Vapes for uh, he always keeps us in Laced. stock of some really good quality product. His pens are ridiculous. You only just hit it. You don't have to press a button. It's kind of cool. Just like hit it. And it rips like really nice. You could taste the terps, as they like to say. So much terps. And then shout out to Fight for uh, they blessed us like two weeks ago with some shatter. Shatter. And if anybody else wants to bless us with weed, send that shit in. We send that shit in. We're running low. <laughs> we will. We run in low. We'll put it to good use. So, uh, yeah. <coughs> so, how was your weekend? Weekend. So it was my birthday weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Inching closer to thirty. Yep. So I hit that young twenty-eight years old the other day, and uh, didn't even do anything this weekend. Really, you just had a lot of dinners. <laughs> you just made up for the time because you had to go to like all these birthday dinners. So, so yeah, you I had like, to make up for the. I had like birthday dinner Tuesday, birthday dinner Thursday, and then yeah, that was it. And then Friday, uh, just fucking what well, we just worked here, right? I don't even remember what we did Friday. Yeah, Friday we worked and Saturday shipped uh, more. Saturday just more work. <laughs> we have a a new employee coming in this week on uh, Wednesday or Thursday, so I kind of spent Saturday kind of getting an area, like, space kind of, like, prepared for her, typing up the systems and, like, what everything she's going to need to know, what her duties are, kind of all that, so when she comes in, she'll have, like, a yeah, so nice it, little, like, guideline of what she's expected to do and how kind of the whole process works. Um, so she's going to come in and take over the customer service and shipping that we've been doing for our new brand um, so we talk about this all the time but we launched this new brand two months ago um, shit this month we're gonna do about 45 46 grand in sales uh, like a couple thousand orders um, this is literally a zero or what $200 investment to start this and we're about to cross 75 76 grand in two months third month will push us over to 100k um, but basically it just happened a lot faster than we were expecting and uh, kind of got overwhelming and we didn't really have the pieces in place to fulfill all these orders uh, so that's kind of been our battle the last like month me and Derek have been slaving away shipping and um, trying to get all these orders out obviously it's a great problem to have but now we're in the position where we got someone coming in they're gonna take over that so they'll be shipping, customer service, getting these orders out on time, no more angry customers and people yelling us out, we haven't shipped their shit in three weeks, but yeah. we've just been drowning. So that's gonna be great to get her in here. That's gonna free up a ton of time for us that we've been we've been putting in a couple hours each day just Easily shipping. A couple so hours, yeah. That's gonna um, alleviate time for us to do more valuable things and to work on the business and not work in, in the, the business. business. And that's like a big, uh, a big uh, important thing like 
if you're going to be if a you're doing, owner. you know, if you're folding t-shirts and shipping orders and doing all the work that you can easily pay someone $10 an hour to do, then you should rethink it because you can pay them $10 an hour to do all this shit and then you can go back and scheme on what the next move is or scheme on how to get new accounts or drive more business or make your product better or whatever the fuck you want to do. Um, so yeah, that was a long ass fucking <laughs> answer, but good. got ready for her to fucking, you know, kind of get things rolling and then um, uh, Sunday I just fucking went ham on ads. I was like, we did a big sale for one of our brands. Uh, Hat Beast, and then I set some more ads for our other brands, and I just was kind of doing that all day, kind of tweaking some things, trying to learn new stuff. Um, and then I actually also made a post of kind of just our recent, um, our most recent store that we launched. I kind of put up a case study on this uh, Facebook marketing group that I'm a part of, and tons and tons of people ask questions and we're really impressed with what we're doing so we're gonna actually spend some time today to go into that and answer a lot of these questions for you guys and kind of give you better clarity into like how we got these results so quickly and what we're doing and yeah but that was my weekend was just weekend. fucking work non-stop yeah just catching up catch up and plan ahead yeah my shit was just the same shit went to I just did like adult errand shit on Saturday like I had to go fucking do laundry and then I had to clean the house and like my chick was out of town for like a week so I was like I gotta clean the house I like sweep and mop and fucking clean everything I've been putting off all week and then <clears throat> picked her up at night and then we went and got ramen like late night in LA Koreatown and then Sunday we like skated <coughs> Chafee like three or four cars deep to Chafee again it was so much fun dude get some clips Everybody got clips. I, however, did not get clips. <laughs> oh, you just reminded me because of skating. We did the podcast with Shetler. We did do a podcast with uh, our buddy Shetler. Anthony Shetler. It'll be on his podcast. It's called The Shetler Show. You can find that on YouTube, iTunes, Podomatic. He's just got... This is the buddy. He owns the board company that I skate for. Um, longtime friend. And fucking OG pro, like been pro forever. Like he's just the t- when I was like fifteen, this dude was like kickflip board siding like thirteen serve yeah. fucking rails and shit. Like this dude's insane. Um, he's a skateboarder, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he has a podcast that's really rad. He's has everybody on there. He's crazy professional skateboarders, fucking people from all walks of life. His like fiance is like a professional competitive like fitness pole dancer. So like. <laughs> she travels and he has people from that industry on and he has people like all sorts of people on he has a great podcast so we got a chance to go on there we uh facetime last week so if you guys want to check that out uh, it's like all i need skate or the, Sh- the shetler show on itunes or whatever we talked to him for probably like so it was a good yeah hour hour and a half conversation long, like a, a long time talked about a bunch of shit so that's something to look out for um, but yeah we did that friday night forgot to squeeze that in there that was cool yeah, it was uh, nothing too crazy this weekend. I fucking f- crushed through a whole book in like five days. <laughs> nice. So I'm like, I went through the uh, Ernie Johnson Jr. book, Unscripted. It's called Unscripted. Ernie Johnson Jr. is like the host of like Inside the NBA on TNT, and he announces basketball, golf, baseball, fucking everything. And uh, he put a book out about his like, 
super crazy life, and he's just a really good dude and very wholesome person. Everything he does is right, like adopted, like a kid with muscular dystrophy from Romania that couldn't walk and couldn't talk, and adopted like two girls from like a slave trade, and then adopted like another kid from Paraguay, and just like the, the dopest shit. But so I read that, I was like, super up uplifting and yeah. inside the NBA is like one of my favorite I don't really watch much TV but I don't even have cable but I always like YouTube like inside the M NBA Thursdays like Thursday nights after it, it airs it's just fucking Shaq Charles Barkley and Kenny Smith just all talking shit to each other and then Ernie Johnson's the one white dude and like, <laughs> he has to like reel everything back in and he does such a good job with it and I just banged his book out like yeah. so fast it was rad and now I'm on a uh, that hit a book called hit makers it's like Derek thompson it's about a just how things become popular in this like viral age of distraction so there's not a formula i think there's things that you can do to line it up so many, I, I just, so yeah, many yeah. ways like it's just i think it's stories. but there's like certain yeah. practices that obviously like will translate better than others so. and it's like sick historical stories i'm like 50 pages in but it's like they say he's talking about claude monet and then there's like these seven French impressionists from that era of art and how there's this one dude who's just the super G and he was the, the real core one, but everybody ended up, why is Monet the famous one or, you know, yeah. it, like shit like that. Like all the stars having to align for something to happen, yeah. for something to blow up. So it's going to be interesting. That'll be dope. Yeah. yeah. So I'll probably end up talking about that in like the next two or three podcasts as I'm getting through that that book. But hit makers, hit makers, Derek Thomas. So <laughs> that was my week. And yeah, I don't know. We used to talk about like yeah. So Aaron made this post yesterday on Facebook and Instagram on his personal pages. High Rise Aaron, if you don't follow him, um, and it was just a screenshot over Shopify numbers, and he was just was just like, this is what I did. Da 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 da. And here's how many. Kind of like, it wasn't like a full-on case study, but I mean, it had been exactly 60 days since we started selling, so I figured like, let's fucking put the results out there and see, you know, see if if people think this is good or not. And apparently, we're killing. I mean, I've, since I posted this, I've had about 40 people offer me jobs. This is like, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Last night. So I mean, the rundown basically was we started this. Um, e-commerce store with zero followers um now we're at twenty-two thousand followers on instagram that's in two months um we started with zero emails we're at twenty-five thousand emails now that's in two months um month one sales were twenty-four thousand dollars um the ad spend on that was around five thousand so the return was four to five times um the ad spend month two was around seven to eight thousand um the sales for month two Right around 42,000, so that's about six times return. Uh, and basically I just kind of outlined um, how we did this and what our numbers were. And um, we have a ton of questions from you guys asking how we accomplished this and um, whatever. Um, also keep in mind that this is one of maybe five or six stores um, that we're doing this for right now, but this is the most recent one that we've launched. Um, so basically, this might, I don't know if this is like too advanced for, I mean, fuck it, whatever. So basically we started advertising, we 
it's best when running Instagram and Facebook ads to test. Like, that's going to be the main thing. If anything you can take away is, like, you need to fucking test. Test, 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 test. You're going to spend money, you're going to lose money. Once you've realized that you're going to lose money in the beginning and that you need to do a lot of testing, then then you're ready to, like, really dive in. Because you're like, all right, cool. Like, I could lose a thousand bucks. Like, I'm ready to go, whatever. Just know that when you lose that thousand, you need to make sure that you're getting valuable data off of all the ads that you spent a thousand dollars on. Yeah, you're not obviously. even losing the thousand if you look Think at it. Think of it as an investment. Think of it as an investment. You're spending money to learn what to do and what not to do next. Exactly. Um, so basically what we did is we started off with one of the most important things when running these ads is your content. If you don't have good content, it's going to be very tough. If you have, you know, the best targeting and the best this and that and whatever, but you have an iPhone blurry picture and a shitty product, then it's not going to work. Um, so what we did was we tested different types of content. So for instance, there's native content, which native content means it's just very organic and you're not really trying to sell something or offer something or drive something some down someone's throat. It's more just like, it's maybe it's like the shoe company vans and it's just a picture of like the beach. And it's just kind of selling the lifestyle and selling the vibe that they're about. But it's not saying, hey, buy my shoes. It's saying, hey, buy into the lifestyle that we're portraying. Um, so we set a couple ads that were just kind of native, that were just, you know, products or um, whatever it was. Not really so much offers or uh, like banner type stuff. The other ones that we set did have text and they did have banners. So it was an offer. So it was, you know, get this for X, X price. Um, <coughs> Change your text, change your colors, change your photos, test everything. Like, you'll, it's insane how you can literally tweak the smallest little things and see the biggest results. So, like, what do you do when, for example, like, let's use high rides for example, you're like, all right, dude, I need to run some ads. So, shoot a bunch of group have photos, shoot a couple theme photos with and without weed, in case you can't run it because it gets flagged. And then like one of our brands, yeah. So one of our other brands, um, High Rise, it's a little trickier because we sell marijuana-related apparel. So like when we shoot our content, if, you know, we're selling hats that say blunted or hats with joints on them, yeah, we're going to shoot the fucking content next to joints and blunts and weed and cool shit like that. But where that sucks is I can't use any of that content to advertise because it gets flagged because you can't promote illicit drugs or tobacco or nudity or the list goes on and on and on and on. So me and Derek need to get creative sometimes. And like, it's kind of funny because I can beat the algorithm sometimes when you'll just put, Derek will like spread weed like on the ground and put a hat on it. And if you don't smoke weed, then you can't tell it's weed. If you smoke weed, you know there are little nugs everywhere. But if you're a robot or Facebook, you don't fucking know. Do like a little out of focus or something like that. So there's like certain, yeah, or you could do like a little out of focus. There's like certain little things you can do to get past the algorithm. It doesn't work all the time, but you can definitely get past it in some cases. So like I send you like X amount of photos, send you, say I send you like 10 group shots or whatever, and then like you mock up like how many ads out of that, out of those. So literally people. it depends. If we're doing um, like, we'll use Black Friday for an example, because that's like one of the biggest days of the year for sales. Um, so you would shoot me over and say, let's just say 20 photos. I would turn those 20 photos into like 100 ads. I'm not even exaggerating. I would literally, have Alan make the same ad, but change the text on each fucking font. So I have one ad and it's the same, but I have six versions of it, red, blue, purple, yellow, green. And then I have him do six more of a different photo with a different type of text. 
then a third one with a, dip, a different layout. So maybe it's not, it's just a different placement of the text. And then I do like, literally, I just do tons of different stuff, tons of different ways to, you know, test color versus the description that you type versus your landing page. Um, there's a million things that you can test, but really it's a, uh, once you have all the different creatives and you're ready to test, then it's cool. Okay, so let's put these creatives out in front of different audiences and see which ones hit. Um, so for instance, like say we get, you know, 10 of these ads created, we'll go out and set maybe 50 ads. We'll set to three or four different groups of people. So maybe I'll target uh, men 16 through 20. And then my next target, I'll target women 20 through 25 and then the next one I'll target etc etc um, I'll kind of set up all these different targets and then I'll let it run for you know I don't know typically I could see results pretty fast I mean you're technically you're supposed to wait for it to like optimize fully but in my experience I've been able to kind of pick the winners pretty quickly like I feel like I, you could just tell like what, like within you know two hours if one of my ads is getting seven cents a click and my other one's getting a dollar seventy five and this one's converting all day and this one's not, it's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, you're not gonna sit but on But I have a lot thing. of like these fucking experts and like, you know, G-ass dudes that have you know, spent millions of dollars on this say it's better to wait. It's better to wait until full, like 48 hours to fully optimize this. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it also depends on what product you're selling too, because yeah. if you're selling fucking $16 hats, like you can afford to do that. But if you're selling like something that's like thousands of dollars, you might want to hold out and and then it, it's that, that that's a good sure. point because it's like the traffic you pay for it can be of different values so it's like maybe you are getting a dollar 75 a click but that traffic is more valuable because you have their higher chance of converting to your thousand dollar product yeah, or whatever that's so true it really all just does depend on what you're selling but talking in our instance we sell clothes and hats and shit like that um, that's kind of how we do so we'll set like i don't know 100 ads or something we'll let it run for you know maybe six to twelve hours kind of monitor it through the day cancel off the ones that don't really perform very well the ones that are performing well keep an eye on those by the end of you know 24 48 hours i'll have maybe 10 to 15 ads that are like set ads and i'm like okay cool these did good then i go back in and i read all the data from all the ads that perform so i know okay these 10 didn't fucking work like at all these 10 fucking killed it these 10 did mediocre take all that data and then you use that to make your next set of ads so then you use all these same creatives and you go in and do this whole process all over again but you use all the data that you got in your first run so maybe that first run you broke even or you lost 500 bucks or whatever cool now you got all this data that you're going to plug into your next set and now you're going to pay five to ten times less than you were paying because you know your audience so once you get it to that point you really dial in your audience then it's time to scale up and duplicate ads and um, stuff like that so basically like, it's like that initial test yeah that initial test so, like some guy was like how did you turn 250 dollars into blah 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 and like whatever it's like it was very simple we you know 250 dollars we knew exactly what we were targeting that 250 turned into 2000 we used that whole 2000 in advertising that 2000 turned into 10 in a like it's, it's like yeah i mean it doesn't work like that it's not as simple as that obviously it doesn't work like that for everyone but Going into this, we knew that this product that we were selling, there's a high demand for it. We know who's buying it. We kind of did our homework. We did our research. Well, we know who we're selling and it's to. your lane. You know, and like that's this a very is, good this point is the well. lane that you've been in with high rise and with with everything else. 
and you know that side of merch. So when we launched it, it was something that is your lane. You know, right. like you weren't you weren't jumping into something you didn't have knowledge in. You're jumping into something that you've like failed at for five years and succeeded. So when we we started this new one, it was like an easy flip. So that's like something for sure. Like we're not just fucking turning water into wine. You know, like we're yeah. I don't think it's just like we can turn the two fifty into two thousand because. It's, exactly it's his lane, you know what I mean? Like, like I could, maybe not now, like, the last year or two, I'm, like, a little bit more out of it, but, like, my <laughs> whole life, like, my lane was skateboarding, you know? So, like, if I wanted to do business, like, I'd stay in that you lane because I know what people fuck with and what people don't fuck with. So it's this, like, this is our lane. Like, whatever your lane is, whatever you your hobby is, if it's fucking smoking weed and you enjoy glass, whether it's blowing glass or whether it's fucking engineering and you like to make cool little pins and mods and shit like like you just apply this shit to, to anything whatever your lane is and then you you know exactly like say like that's a something great for for running facebook ads instagram ads is niche products so like derek was saying say you're say you're into fucking snowboarding and you fucking make snowboarding gloves and you have the best fucking plug to get these gloves for cheaper than everyone else you have the best designs for these gloves. You, you know, know people jock them. You wear them and everybody jocks them every fucking day. Exactly. You know, Then the you can go into, you know, running these Facebook, Instagram ads and you know exactly who you're going to target by doing a little bit of testing. You'll be able to fine tune that even more. And then you're off to the races. Um, so it's like Derek said, like, stick to your lane. Like, all these stores that, that I'm running and that Derek is fucking running with me, it's all apparel and headwear and stuff like that. That's what we've been doing for the last five to six years is building brands. So we kind of already have, we do all the production in-house. So we print our own goods in-house. We embroider our own goods in-house. Um, over the last five years, we've been able to supply the cheapest manufacturers, some of the uh, best quality products for the lowest prices. Like we've done all the groundwork the last five years and now we're kind of using all of those resources and everything that we've learned to really um, pump into these ads and kind of funnel out the other end. So now, like Dave was saying, we're just setting up all these brands, so, um, and it's just what our lane is. It's not like we're trying to fucking launch a mattress company and then sell mattresses online. It's like we do manufacturing. It's just like, we know what with. we're good at, we know what we could produce, we know what we could sell. And so it's as long as you know the market, too. Like, this can all be done with dropship, which is, like, the idea. That's the funny, the whole thing that us started So a couple people brand. were asking about dropship, too, yeah. So, like, we started this brand, like, two, three months ago with the idea that we were gonna have shit drop ship so we didn't have to touch anything drop shipping is for you guys who don't know it's like you, we don't keep our shit in the house somebody does the fulfillment for you so like we just sell all the shit and then they have it there's a separate warehouse and they take care of like shipping and everything so you don't touch shit so that's like when you can live off of your laptop from the beach like that's the idea right so everything we're doing Oh, that was the idea is like we already have like you know five other brands we should have totally backwards it was, like, yeah. so this new one that we launched we're like okay we're gonna initially we weren't even gonna do shopify we we're gonna we've been having a lot of success on amazon with our other brands and we're like you know what let's do a fucking amazon let's come in let's undercut we already had the product we had the niche we knew what we we're gonna do um like let's come in let's undercut let's you know ramp up the ads on amazon let's let's kill it on amazon let's send it all to them and let's have them fulfill it and just be hands off so that was the plan. So we started selling on Amazon. So those Amazon sales aren't even included either to what we've done on Shopify, but um, Amazon, we were like, it started out, okay, we're getting a couple orders a day. Um, slowly, like, momentum started going up a little bit. 
but by the second week we were doing I don't know 50 to 100 orders a day on Shopify and the amount of orders coming in through the Shopify was only growing and only overwhelming us we weren't expecting that much <clears throat> so this shit started getting super overwhelming so we're like okay shit but we have Amazon too Amazon's still you know doing a couple orders a day with Amazon they give you like I want to say 48 hours to ship it out so it's like 48 hours to ship out if you miss a ship date they ding you a point if you go under a certain amount of points they'll freeze your account so tons of people it's very hard to to keep a like good active selling account on, on Amazon because you need to be perfect like you need to ship within one or two days the product has to be perfect no complaints your customer service you have to respond within 24 hours like there's all these things that they hold you accountable for that's why Amazon's so good mm -hmm. they hold their sellers accountable for fucking what they do so we had to pause our Amazon store because we didn't want it to get fucking to keep coming in and then we were still missing orders on that end and then we just, our Amazon account gets suspended and that was the whole original game plan was to sell on Amazon so basically we just put everything at zero on Amazon sold everything out and just ramped up the Shopify um, we, we obviously just focused what we were killing it at which was the Instagram ads directed to Shopify and then once uh I mean, we're talking like this has been whatever. It's been fucking two months. But anyways, <laughs> it's at the point where we can't fucking handle this shit. So we're having someone else come in to take over Shopify. Once we get this new person in that's working on this full time, then we're going to open the Amazon back up and go back to original plan. And then we'll be selling on both platforms. Um, but yeah. But yeah, everything we're talking about as far as this shit can be applied to drop shit, you know? Mm -hmm. So you don't even have to like, if you find a good product and you find something that you guys like and you go to Alibaba or whatever these like wholesale websites are and you're like oh shit I can get this fucking sick pocket drone or I could get this sick fucking deodorizer or like or you could even like there's websites and apps and all kinds of stuff out there that will literally find products for you that are already selling and then you just it'll give you a list of 500 products you say, okay, that one looks cool, that one looks cool, that one looks cool, whatever. 400 of those are gonna be on Alibaba or AliExpress or one of these web dropship websites. So boom, tomorrow you open John's Amazon store, you pick three products from that list, you get it for a cheaper price than it's selling, and next week you're selling seven units a day, and Amazon's fulfilling all of it, or your dropship person's fulfilling all of it. You're not touching shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't even know where we're going with that. Just pretty much like dropship, like that's a whole. That's a whole nother. That's for a whole nother um, episode. But that's something we want to get into as well down the road eventually, like more. That was the goal. More hands off stuff. Kind of did it backwards on this place. one, but I mean, other, you can't complain when you're getting this type of results. Um, what other questions are people asking? Yeah, so I'm gonna kind of run through a couple of these um, questions. So let's see. so sick that these people sh uh, shared your shit so congrats on your success so you were running on instagram only what is your offers cost to consumer on average so when i first started running ads my average was like maybe 30 to 40 cents a click um i thought that was good 
I mean, it's not bad. But That's it's not, average. It's not great. The average, I think, is like 32 or 33 or something like that. Um, but basically, it was like 30 to 40 cents. We're getting, you know, like first month, two months doing this, we're like getting sales like instantly from this. Like, um, so we're like, all right, cool, this is dope. I wasn't using any really type of software. I was just setting a couple ads here and there through the back end of Facebook, throwing them up and like kind of just seeing what happens. Um, and then once I really started testing and spending more money, that's when I really started figuring it out. I mean, I don't have it figured out, but that's when I started learning more. That's when I started working. So that's when I started working, you know. So like I was spending maybe like 50 bucks, 75 bucks a day or something, seeing like okay results, but nothing like groundbreaking mm -hmm. or anything like that. And then once I scaled up to like three or 400 bucks, like boom, I'm like, holy shit. Like we were getting like a thought for our brand high rise. This is what I started marketing with was the high rise brand. And like, as soon as I started running these, like getting like 500 to a thousand Instagram followers a day, our orders like tripled overnight, like three to four times what we were doing before sales, like everything just started getting, collecting two to 300 emails a day. Like insane just by putting out a mystery box offer for some of our clothes and then running that to my market which i already had a good idea of because our brand is kind of niche anyways um once i started doing that i was able to get the cost per click like in some cases i was paying two cents it was absurd that's fucking insane uh, the average though was like probably eight to fifteen Whoa. cents um something like that was like what i tried to keep it around if it was over like 20 cents, I'll usually just cancel them and just focus on the ones that are performing better and kind of scale those up. Um, so yeah, it was like five to 15, 16 cents or something like that. It was like average. Um, and then when I did video, I, I did a lot of like um, testing with video posts on Facebook and I was able to get it less than a, a cent. So it was like 0.0000 whatever. So I'm spending like 50 bucks and 150,000 people are seeing the video. <clears throat> but then again, it was also, it was 420 content. It was very niche. It was like for our show, like two girls, one bong. So it's like two chicks smoking weed. So people were kind of like inclined to click on it either way. But um, yeah, I've seen good results through the video posting as well. Um, what traffic to our site? So that's the, that's what it is. That's what Instagram ads is. It's driving traffic to your site. So. Yeah. We so, went from maybe like 500 to 1,000 visitors a day to three to 4,000 visitors a day, just just by targeting. And then a, a little tip too, it's kind of obvious, but when you're selling certain products, make sure that you relay the URL to the exact product. So if you're selling a hat, don't link it to your website, link it to that exact fucking hat that you're trying to sell. So as soon as you land there, boom, you click it, they can just buy it. If they're not landing on your homepage, then they have to search around and try to find the shit. Another question, dropship, POD, or POD. So luckily for us, like we said, we just, you know, we have embroidery, screen printing, production in-house. We're able to produce all the products on demand in-house and then ship them out, which was able to us to keep our margins very low or very high and our cost very low. Um, let's see. This guy says, did you have an email funnel for the products once they purchased? How much of it was from the email funnel? So. In regards to this new store that we're running, it's very simple. You just set up an email uh, capture on your homepage, um, give them some kind of incentive, like uh, enter your email, 
enter, enter to win this $100 giveaway every month or enter to get discount codes, enter for 5% off your purchase, whatever fucking incentive you want to come up with, just give them something, give them some kind of value so they want to put their email in there. Once you do that, make sure that that's linked to like a MailChimp or some kind of email account. And then you can go on these email accounts, you can automate all these processes. So once you get your contact into the account, then boom, you have this thing fucking just sending them emails. Product recommendations once a week, happy birthday letters, re-engagement tech, like there's a ton of things that you can do. Um, I'll just check out like MailChimp's pretty good. Um, let's see, this guy just says- Just bombard people with shit. Yeah. <laughs> get you to buy some shit. Yeah. No matter fucking the case. What parameters did you retarget on Facebook? Uh, manual bid. So this new campaign, we didn't even have time to retarget, really, because it was just, it's all pretty much like new customers and new clients. Um, so that's going to be the next couple months is using the first couple months of data and customer acquisition to kind of like retarget to, or uh, yeah, so people that weren't more. buying, you know, retarget them, try to convert them down the line. Because uh, there's, like you can create um, create audiences based off your website traffic. So... Just go on the back end of your Facebook and create an audience based off the last 90 days of web traffic or last 90 days of uh, product purchase or last night, whatever the action is. So you can you can literally create an audience of the last 90 days of people who put something in their cart but didn't buy. And, that's and then you just retarget ad. them. That's to set an ad, yeah. That's, okay, so you can just set it directly to those people. So you can just retarget people if you want Not even well. keywords, just exactly. straight people who did put the traffic. Exactly. sick. Let's see, this guy says one question. Uh, what offer do you provide for email signup? So I've kind of already answered that. Just give them value, some kind of incentive. Uh, yeah, 5%. Yeah, just whatever. Even the littlest thing, 5%, you know, people are going to be stoked. Free stickers. You'd be surprised how many people fucking. Uh, this guy says, what are blanks? <laughs> uh, blank dad hats, blank products. What's your website and Instagram? I answered that. So this uh, lady says, thanks for sharing, Aaron. May I ask how many days until you saw a positive ROI? Um, so like I talked about earlier, initially, usually, unless you already know exactly what you're doing and what you're trying to target, the first couple of days are gonna be, um, you're probably gonna break even or you're probably gonna lose money trying to just find the right targets and audiences and stuff like that. So uh, for this project, it was like maybe the first three or four days was just testing and learning and then probably losing a little bit of money or breaking even, probably losing a little bit. And then by the second week, we figured out the audiences and the targets and they were all hitting and they're all converting and we were profitable by the second week, so. Going back to like your audience, your successful audience isn't always gonna be the audience you want it to be. Exactly. So that also comes down to a good point too, is like when you're scaling. So obviously if you have an ad that's running for a month and you made 50 grand off it, you want to fucking ramp that shit up. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like when you're sitting there at the computer and you just see these fucking orders coming in and you're just like, damn, I spent a hundred dollars today and I did $1,500. You should have spent like, fucking, you should spend that, that's, where you, that's where you fuck up. And that's really? where I fucked up numerous numerous times is 
fucking by trying to scale too fast. That's where you fuck up every time. It needs to be fucking, you need to be patient with it. Like, you need to do 20 to 25% of your budget every 48 to 72 hours and then let it set for another 48 hours and then do it again if it's still performing. That's like the best way that I've done it and that I've talked with so people wait. and best way. So, so wait, there's two ways down, though. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, it's, so like, basically, Say that your ad's performing, say you have a daily budget of $50 on yeah. an ad, and say that ad's killing it, so you want, you want to spend more money. So don't just go in there and ramp it up from 50 to 500. That's gonna fuck up your algorithm and your clicks are gonna go from 10 cents to a dollar, or whatever, so it's gonna fuck your shit up. It's just it's, gonna it's, like overwhelm it's, it's, Instagram, system. or it's Facebook, exactly. System. Facebook's yeah. like, what's going on? Like, it's, you're just fucking with the algorithm. So what you need to do is do it very, very slowly. So you need to do it like, 20 to 25 percent of your daily budget increase that so 50 bucks so, so increase 20 percent of that so add 10 bucks on yeah 15 bucks on do that every 48 hours so add it to 60 bucks then let it perform for two days and then do it again boom so it's a very slow process so that's why you either start so that's why you start with you know 20 bucks 50 bucks a day slowly scale up or if you're confident you know what you're doing you start at 500 a day and then you can scale up 20 percent of that which is 100 and it's, yeah. you know what I mean? So it just depends where you're at. Um, but in the early stages, like last year when we were doing it, like I remember one time we were fucking killing it. Like it was like 500 bucks and we were at like six grand or something. And it was like fucking 230 or 3.30 or something. Like there's still hella time left in the day. So I'm like, let's fucking get it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I didn't have as much experience as I do now. So I literally fucking... 500 a day to 1500 fucking 400 to three grand like i just ramped everything up like a couple of g's and fucking we got a ton of orders but the amount that we spent we just broke even uh, so literally like for two hours we're just spending all this money and it's just breaking even just because of the algorithm got all fucked and up and then you gotta fucking and then i'm checking, all that shit. checking like two three hours later and i'm like fuck it's like not so i had to turn all of them off and then go back to what i was doing originally yeah, and it yeah. kind of fucked up the day we still had a great day but it was like it, it's I've done that multiple times. That's I've gotten greedy. You're That's just like funny. you're killing it, and then and then you have the mindset that you're like, oh, I spent four hundred today, and I'm at four grand. I got money to play with. Yeah. That's how. That's how, I don't know. That's how I was. I was thinking until I got more disciplined, and then it's like, cool. So I'm gonna throw another four hundred at it, expecting to get sixteen hundred. Yeah, yeah. Like, but you only get three hundred out of that four hundred. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's crazy. Like, um, so there's two ways to scale though. So you either do that, which is uh, vertical, which is up. You're adding money on or there's horizontal. This is where you find other audiences like you just said. So maybe it's not something that you want to target to or that you may not even know. Like, for instance, our, our brand in the high rise, let's say like, I'm not into fucking country, I don't know, good example. Like, dirt biking. I'm not into fucking like, yeah, I'm not into dirt biking or motocross. However, there's probably millions of dirt bike motocross people that are into weed and weed clothing. So that's something that I don't, I don't even think of. Right now, I'm marketing to all the things that I already know and I already think and I already, you know, like, align with. So you, this is where Facebook is also very valuable. You can go in their back end and type in fans that are part of the high-rise and it'll tell you, all your all the people following you, it'll tell you who they're most likely to follow. So, like, it'll say, it'll say these 500,000 people are most likely to follow Garth Brooks or they're most likely to follow water fishing or whatever yeah. and then I know cool now I have new keywords to target yeah so you can always get new keywords and then you just go back to the original thing and you just test them test them test them so eventually the idea is to have five to 
unlimited fucking markets that you're hitting and none of them are overlapping. So you're fucking spending 500 bucks here, it's converting all day. You're spending 500 bucks here, it's converting all day. You're spending 500 bucks here, it's converting. 500 bucks here, it's converting. And then you vertically scale each one of those up. That's how you really start fucking making like real money. Because right? you you're hitting You're able to scale niches. both ways. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've just started learning is horizontal scaling before it was all vertical so now i'm kind of the last like month it's like okay cool let's let's find some new audiences let's find some new markets let's test some new things and then let's find other avenues and then let's vertically scale those once those are working and then you're doing triple to four times what you were originally uh, but yeah let's see i want to say when you are like collecting all this data do you what do you do do you like that? So it's like, do you keep it in a notebook? Do so you screen grab shit? Bro. Do you have it all in your mind? Like So until recently uh, photographic memory or what? Because that's my biggest problem. Like I'm I'm very organized but very like unorganized at the same time, if that makes like sense. Like you're organized like, for how your brain works. Yeah. Like because it's so much fucking data to test. So now I kinda have some software that like helps me or at least tell me like which ones perform whatever I kind of go in and look at it mm-hmm. but like dude yeah it's a lot I had a note like until recently now recently I have a full notebook and I had it's like three pages and like the first page is like rules so it's like rules to myself so it's like fucking turn the ads over this cost turn it off if the ad's doing this turn it off like certain things that I'm gonna follow no matter what and stay disciplined by them um so that's like one thing the Check second thing is like strategies it's like <laughs> how can I uh like deals that I'm promoting or different ways of doing it or different types of ads or so it's like I have okay I'm gonna try this today whatever like what's worked well what, what hasn't worked um then the third page is like audiences keywords stuff like that so I kind of use this and then I just have like a notebook like this so I'll just kind of take notes and then uh I'll take my notes and then at the, like every two weeks I'll kind of empty my notes into one like summary and then what I also do this Facebook ad group is I'm on this every night screenshotting whatever valuable information that I see. And then all I do with that is every two weeks, I dump it on my computer, I summarize all of it, and I put that somewhere as well. So I'm always just trying to get as much value as I can, however I can, just taking it all in, taking mm-hmm. it in, taking it in, and then like every now and then, like sit down, summarize it, go over it, like, and then so try to implement it. this is something that's like, the, uh, like always, I'm probably gonna wanna talk about this a lot on this show, but like pattern recognition. Like, do you think that's something that like, you're good at? Yeah, like data chunking, pattern recognition, just noticing and on like different levels, on different levels of different perspectives and shit, right? Like recognizing patterns and then stepping back and looking at it at a different scale and recognizing a pattern on that level. Yeah. And like um, familiar, like things that are familiar, right? Just kind of like data chunking that shit. Um, That's kind of like what a lot of this shit is. That's kind of like pretty imperative to like it's just a lot of like you just need to pay attention and just like really be on it like mm-hmm. like i'm always on this shit like i have two i have my laptop and i have my desktop and i have my ads on my laptop like i'll check them like multiple times a day i don't like i don't really touch them maybe i'll touch them once a day or once mm-hmm. every other day or once a week or whatever but i'm always checking on them because some days like say you're paying 10 cents a click and the next mm-hmm. day it boosts up to a dollar 32 if you don't pay attention I fucking lost so much money just by being careless and not paying attention on these ads. It's, like, fucking insane. If you're careless, you can lose money quickly. Like, 
one time I set this ad as a test. It was for like some, it was like fuck Donald Trump product, like some random fucking shit. And I tried to set this ad. Now I know on Facebook you can't do profanity, so I tried to like blur it out, whatever. I got it through. I got it through the algorithm somehow. It starts performing at like two fucking 36 a click, $2.36 a click. I'm not trying to go over like 25 cents a click. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. So I literally, from the time driving from my office to my house, I spent like $85 on this fucking bullshit ad because I was careless and I didn't think to, I don't know. You just seem to kind of like be on your shit. And there's so many ways now that it helps you though because you could set like certain rules. So it's like, if your ad goes over this amount, then it will automatically pause it for you. Or it'll give you a notification or things like that. Um, I'm sure there's plenty other ways too. Like, if anybody from this group is like actually like watching this, like, there's like actual fucking experts and like geniuses in this group. So, um, I'm just fucking talking off, literally just fucking experience experience and what I've learned learned and like your personal trial. Yeah, we're not trying to say that we know all this shit. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. They're I'm just getting hyper, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just shoot the photos and <laughs> edit the videos and talk about past skateboarding shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm here learning just like everybody else. But uh, um, So, this guy says, Would love if someone could help me figure this out. I have a physical store and a Shopify store. Any help would be appreciated. I would say keep listening to our podcast and uh, listen to our new segment that we just launched called On the Rise. We're literally going to show you how to create products, how to set up marketing campaigns, how to find influencers, how to make t-shirts, just a list how to do kind of like, uh, just going to fucking help. So I would say I do that and maybe you can get some value and use that in your day to day. But yeah, storefront's going to be hard in the near future. Yeah. Depending I would suggest with storefront, just try to do, make an experience and try to have as many like events as you can like if i had a store i'd do an event every week every friday experience night, like, for sure whatever, like know? that's like program program skate shop it's like skate and sound it's in fullerton southern california it's like skate like part owner professional skateboarder part owner like music dude and then a dude who's like in the middle and then uh it's they just throw shows like five nights a week and they have local bands come in and play and um if it wasn't for that, that shop would probably not be around. Struggle, yeah. yeah. Um, Just create, like, creating community, whether it's online or whether it's... You see, at the end of the day, in, get people you know, in your store, yeah. you know? But yeah, whether it's online or whether it's in person, it's all about, like, building a community. Just, like, creating interaction. Right. Like, generating, creating value for people. And then, like, fuck. Everybody interacts. Exactly. Uh, this guy says you only use IG ads, no Facebook ads. Um, what's worked well for us is using uh, promoted posts on Facebook. So what that means is you just make a post on Facebook and then you just boost it. Um, we've seen like pretty good fucking numbers with that. Uh, but Instagram all day. That's like our main focus. We see just crazy return on Instagram. Um, but I mean, fuck test. You know, like I said, test different things. You could test audience network, mobile network, newsfeed, there's so many different platforms you can test, see which ones hit, convert, and then it's all kind of based on whatever you're trying to sell. Um, What's up with Twitter? I don't really fuck with Twitter at all. It's so Twitter? I don't really fuck with Twitter either. I've, it's, it's it's a valuable platform if you know like what you're doing and you're on it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, fuck, I've had a Twitter account for six years and I don't do anything. Oh, shit. Like a thousand followers. I'm like, yeah. But... Um, 
but you can do paid promotions on Twitter and you can do all that shit on Twitter too. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm you don't know like the do how to work the algorithm. But it's that. crazy because Mackenzie, um, this girl that does a lot of like promo for us, promo codes and stuff, she do posts on Twitter and we'll get a bunch of orders, like more than more so than on other platforms. Uh, same with Snapchat. She's good at Twitter because she's one of those people. She's that's like, like witty, witty and gets the uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. like certain people. Like I told that to Jenna, like, you'd probably be good at Twitter because you just. Can I say, even tried to do Twitter. And I'm just trying to think of something. Just like, oh, it's horrible. Oh fucking no, man. Like <laughs> I don't know, two or three sentences. Just yeah. Be funny as fuck. Like that's not me. It's like reposting other people's sure, shit. That's yeah. all I do. I just I, I'll go in like once a week and just retweet and like like people's. people's I don't shit. even know how it works. Like it's just like interacting with people. Like really, I could just tweet at. Louis CK right now if yeah. I wanted to like that's Rogan uses Twitter a lot dude a lot of those dudes dude yeah. especially a lot comedians. of celebrities especially comedians because they're good with their words yeah makes and sense. then like I guess getting news getting news on Twitter is pretty good because yeah. you just follow all like your news sources that's true yeah but I mean fuck so is Instagram so is Facebook yeah, so. True. Twitter's not doing too hot though their fucking stock like plummeted and fucking really it's photographic, man. Everybody's like photo video oriented. That's what I see. I got their scroll photos and scroll Nobody text. Wants to fucking read. Uh, I'm like archaic. I'm like fucking reading and like Birkenstocks. <laughs> Everybody's got free runs and Kindles. Yeah. Audiobooks. Yeah. <laughs> and, okay, this guy says, What do you mean promoting directly to your audience using the automatic suggestion button? So, what I mean was after we built the 20,000 followers, we just started marketing directly to them in a lot of cases through Instagram, just very simply, uh, just by doing, just by literally clicking the promote button, promote, and then from there it's as simple as literally just clicking the automatic checkbox. And then all that's gonna do is it's just gonna directly target your ad to your followers and to people that also are very similar to your followers. So we saw a good return on that, and what you do with that, that will automatically do like 18 to 65, male and female. So you fucking target that, you let it run for like 48 hours, then you go on your Facebook ads app, Facebook ads app, I don't know if you can see it, but you should, I don't know, figure it out. Um, You can scroll on here, and it will tell you fucking very like light data, it'll tell you, Males pay 50 cents, females pay 40 cents. 18 to 20 pays this, 24 to 28 pays this. So just by doing that, okay, cool. I see that males 16 through 25 is paying half the amount that 60 to 70, okay, well, whatever. Cool, then you just duplicate it and you just retarget it to maybe instead of 18 to 65, like we're a fucking weed brand, like 65 year old people aren't really gonna be buying our shit. It's more like 16 to fucking 30, you know what I mean? So we tweak that and then you tweak the sex, the whatever. And then that's just a very easy way to like kind of get started and test your. That's straight. Data. Or if you already have a following, post. it's just like super easy. Yeah. That's straight from your post, right? Exactly. And then what does that come? Oh, it tells you it comes out to like whatever, but that's generally going to be like. Does that come out the average CPCs or is that? Like and that'll give you CP. It'll give you your CPC and all that too within minutes. Like, I mean, it depends how long. It I takes mean, I guess it depends on your photo. Your photo is really good. It's going to be better than if your photo is just like. Like t- and then this is what party. you do. So you fucking post like. Go through your feed and say you have 20 photos. Say one of those photos has five times more likes than the other photos. Maybe that's the one you want to use to promote. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can kind of base it off of already yeah. who's responding, and then you just take that and then just amplify it pretty much. Uh, 
Yeah, that's a lot of this comes down to like putting your ego aside too, and like yeah. using the data. Like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to make a brand that you like, or are you trying to make a brand to grow it and create something bigger than you and make money and live off of it? Because like we could sit here all day and like create brands that we're into. Yeah. But that that niche, maybe you're a unique person and your niche doesn't really exist, or there's not enough people to like you to live off that shit so it's just like a lot of times it's like putting your ego aside and just being like like you said like your rules that you write on those pages like fucking turn the ads off if it hits this this much like I don't give a shit like fuck my ego telling me that like no it's gonna hit bro it's gonna hit dude I swear to god like I know like my brain kills it like it's gonna kill it like no turn that shit the fuck off like put your ego aside and just look at the numbers and run with it like exactly this one has 1200 likes and this one has 400 likes you might like the one personally that has 400 likes more but if it is your goal to do more volume run the 1200 like one exactly so a lot of that is just pride and ego and just it's like if it gets to a certain point it's like you're paying like 35 cents and it's like you're getting orders and they're coming through and you know you're making money but it's like Maybe say you're getting an extra fifty orders, but you're only making fucking a dollar or five dollars off each order or something because the cost per click is so high. In the long run, fucking fulfilling it and doing all the manpower doesn't make sense. So, but if I have my click cost per click at twenty one cents and I'm making eleven dollars per order or twelve dollars per order or whatever, then it makes it makes sense. So that's like that, and then just like you said, like just don't think like, oh, well, this photo is gonna kill it just because I like this photo and blah blah. It's like yeah. no, just look at fucking what people actually responding to and what you've seen success with and then use that to kind of like like it's it feels like it could be gambling but if you're data oh, chunk, if you're data chunking and you're paying attention and you know it's like you can work it into your favor 100 percent, yeah but when you the spitting out all these numbers but at the same time it's fucking this. it is just it's very similar but yeah, at to one point yeah. at one point that initial investment you have to fucking gamble mm-hmm. you have to like invest in order to get, basically you have to buy the data you're like buying in you're, you're buying exactly data. you're buying the data that's for a like the first time that you do the investment i don't fucking like, know i have if a this thousand bucks i need to go buy data and yeah. see what happens i don't know how it's gonna perform that. or not but like don't just fucking run it you know, oh, did it work like you just <laughs> and that's where everybody fucks up yeah. people spend a hundred dollars two hundred dollars and they're like oh it doesn't work it didn't work i don't have money blah 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 and they're just out and then it's like cool if you just spent fucking a little bit more or just use that $200 more resourcefully or just go go spend the $100 and go into the back end of things and create a checklist that's the other thing like I've had had friends tell me like I'm like like how's biz whatever like you need to fucking like look into running like ads for your business like it's been huge whatever and they're just like yeah man I've tried that that's just like okay like you're just gonna write it off that simply well like I've tried that too and I've generated millions of dollars in sales just because I've stayed persistent with it and I didn't give up after a week. You studied it. And then, but that's all it is. Like you said, you're buying the data. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're literally, if you look at it like that, you're going like to drop that. 250 bucks on your first ads, like thinking you're taking a gamble, like, yeah, put into perspective that you're going to leave with information. Say you break even. You break even great because you just left with like all this information of knowing exactly you know what your market who is. to target. Yeah. And who's fucking with your stuff and who's not. So, it's a win-win and then if you do fucking get sales then boom you know mm-hmm. but uh, what else you guys you got anymore there's a lot of questions 
This guy says, sorry, but where are you using the at sign? In the Facebook post, I don't get how you're sending people to a website using at sign. Um, so I'm not necessarily saying send people to your website, but it's just kind of a little, like, hack, I guess you could say. Hack. But, uh, like, basically, when you make your Instagram post, like, what I typically like to do is put the fucking uh, offer first. Like, you always want to have a good offer to give them. You don't want to just be selling them shit at full price. Like, I mean, that's great, but if you give them a small offer, you're going to see your conversion fucking take off. And if that's the first thing that they see, I mean... You're I just reeling them in. You're fishing. I didn't know about you're this shit, just, but it You're makes literally sense. just yeah. fishing customers. You're just yeah. throwing these ads out here. Who's going to click it? Who's going to come in? Who's going to follow? Who's going to buy? Just fucking fishing all day. But if you give them an offer first, like value... You're giving them the bait. As opposed to be like, to being like, our fucking new thing that we think is so cool. No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about your thing. No, like, here's $10 What are you going to do Come for on me? Down. Exactly. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, what incentive do I... Everybody's selling me shit. I'm fucking just like a fucking hot chick just dick thrown at me all day with ads. It's <laughs> like, what? why should I take your fucking ad? Why should I take your fucking ad? Oh, 10 bucks off. Ooh, 15% exactly. off. Like, you have to fucking fight the battle. Like, exactly. Everybody thinks that their product's so fucking supreme. Yeah, we love our product here. We're proud of it. We're proud of the quality. We're proud of the fucking embroidery. We're proud of the artwork. We're proud of the photography. But at the end of the day, we're still gonna sell these bitches for fucking cheap and offer <laughs> yeah. you guys the value, you know? Yeah. Like, we're not gonna be like, not everybody in the world can be supreme. You can't fucking sell a $5 hoodie for 250 bucks, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, we want to, you got to like compete and offer your customers and have them be part of something where they get the consistent discounts for fucking with you, you know? Exactly. That's a great way to say it. Um, but like, so like you're saying, put a fucking offer first in your text, like three for 25, five for t- whatever the fuck your offer is. Then you put your call to action. So... A lot of people neglect to do this also they'll say um, click the link here and they'll paste a whole fucking link in their description that you can't even click it's like I don't understand anyways so call to action tell them where to click the actual clickable link so that they'll actually click your clickable link and not your bullshit pasted link and then after that I'll typically say something like follow us for more info for more updates for whatever the fucking incentive is and then tag your brand again so then it's going to give you just a taggable little post on the actual thing so people can click through and see your shit even faster and even easier. By doing this, we've generated crazy amounts of followers. Like, I mean, on multiple accounts, it's it's worked well for us. So I'd highly recommend trying that, implementing that into your fucking copyright or whatever. Uh, let's see. Like one more. Yeah, I don't know if I can bang at all these. Is that all questions? We suppose. Okay, cool. So there's like two left. Um, this guy says, when you say that you found promoting directly to your audience via automatic suggest button, what do you mean? Boost post works better than campaign. So actually, I just covered that. Um, we do boost post on Facebook. It works great. And then we already covered the automatic audience on Instagram. And then um, duplicating that with fine-tuned data after like 48, 72 hours. Um, Hopefully, did you, so this guy says, I've been struggling a lot with things on the sales side of business. Hopefully I can pick up on some of this stuff. Did you hire out people to help or is this you winging it? Um, So basically, 
Uh, you don't have a sales rep. Yeah, it's basically just me and Derek. So Derek does all company. the Derek does all the creative. Uh, he shoots all the photos, shoots the videos, the gifts, the ads, um, all that stuff. We have one other partner also that's not here. Does the designs. Um, so basically, it goes from design to make the product to Derek shoots the product to content comes to me and then I do the marketing and the ads and the sales and the, all that stuff but it's been about eight months since I've started doing this and it's just fucking testing it's all it is it's all I've learned is you just need to test and test and test experiment spend money see what works see what doesn't work and fucking test some more after that like just stay stay persistent and just keep fine-tuning and that's when, what I've learned that when you were younger Obviously, you fucked with like WWF, but did you really? Yeah. <laughs> were you into like sports and shit when you were younger? Um, yeah, I mean, I played baseball for. But like, were you into like watching it and like statistics and shit? For, like that? I was for wrestling, which is even funnier. That's hilarious. So I had a fucking notebook, dude. Like, cause I do the same thing now for UFC. Yeah. But I had a fucking notebook like this, and I'd write down all the matches, like. Stone Cold versus fucking The Rock, and then I put the fucking outcome like who won, like how they won, like SummerSlam '97, like Ric Flair fucking TKO the underdog, like whatever, <laughs> like that a whole fucking notebook, and then I started trying to like predict them, and like, dude, I was able. I mean, it's not hard, but I was able to predict like every fucking thing that would happen. Like I could tell just by the music that I was gonna play. Like, all right, this guy's gonna come out in the middle of the match. He's gonna win. Like. I had it all figured out in my yeah, head almost. Yeah. Like, it was so funny, but oh I was so into God. it, dude. Like, you should have bet on that. I, my dad day. was saying, he's like, I think we still have these, like, notebooks for your, like, wrestling stats. That's amazing. But it's funny because now I just do the same thing, but with UFC, which is real, you know? Yeah. I'm, and like, then, always, like, taking my fucking bets. So you take whatever, notes for like, all the fights. Yeah. And then, so do you use all those notes for when you, like, bet on them and shit? Oh, for UFC, I don't really take... Um, I mean, I don't really take notes, but, like, I'll just kind of, like, the night before the fights, I'll just kind of do my research. I'll be like, all right, so who's everybody oh, picking? Okay. Like, okay, I'll, look, I'll, like, say it's, like, um, John Jones or Daniel Cormier. Like, I'll go to their Wikipedia. I'll, see, I'll look at their record. I'll be like, all right, he's fucking four in a row on yes, knockouts. Like, yes. this dude got knocked out his last fight. Like, you just kind of line it up based off of that and then based off, like, who you else. Brandon Schaub, Exactly, Hawaii, other people's influence. Like, else what is other people thinking? Jill and then kind of get my own opinion and then yeah. kind of, like, blend that together into one. Because that's like the way you're like data chunking and you're remembering all that stuff. It just like reminds me of like young boys or young men. Like I was one of these kids or uh, even I have a lot of friends today. They're just stat dudes, you know, like you can watch a sport and just remember shit. That's like, so funny. Like the other day, uh, we had like this family party and like my cousins were over and I could just like I was on the couch. and They were talking to my fucking grandpa or whatever. And like he's literally just like. No, well, Pujols is going to get 52 million this year, and his contract caps out at 60 million. And uh, this guy's the highest, like, just like knew every stat about every player, about everything. And I'm just like, cool, like, or fucking do something useful with, like, yeah, like, like clearly you're smart and you have a good memory. A lot and you're of like, kids like remembering all this yeah. shit, but like, what good, like, who gives a fuck? You know how much the fucking Angels pitcher makes, like, unless you're going to be a sports agent, exactly. Or fucking, exactly. If you're into that, then like, then like go, perfect, that's you. Go into but that like, shit, yeah. If not, if you're trying to do other things, and it's like, use that brain power to remember other Dude, shit. Dude, I feel like, like that's th- that it's just channeling it in the right direction. I feel like that's a huge thing with young kids because, like, I used to be a fucking kid who, like, knew every fucking stat, or I had a couple homies, or like Marshall's brother. 
used to be like that. Like, yeah. he could just tell you every single stat of every single sport. Fucking doesn't matter. I kind of got, like, I mean, records. when I got into watching basketball for like a year or two, I was kind of like, yeah. oh, like, Blake Griffin got 42 last night. Oh, like, yeah, he's averaging this and that. Yeah, and like that. Da, da, da. Like that but. Yeah, but that's what this kind of reminds me of. It's like the same, and it's like, it's just a different way of channeling that because, like, a lot of people out there watching it right now, watching the 800 people that might watch this right now, you know, there's a lot of you guys out there that are like good at data chunking in something. Yeah. You know, like you're interested in some shit and you, there's a way you see patterns and you take in stats and you remember things. And it's like, how can you either channel that into something else that you're doing to just create money? Or how do you work to make money in that lane that you're in that you enjoy data chunking? Right? Like, yeah. But that's just what it reminds me of when you're just like spitting. Like, I'm just picturing and it just reminds me of like being a kid and like oh this dude's fucking average is like two <laughs> yeah he went this for that yeah blah, 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 blah. he hit a double win or just basketball or mma or anything so it sounds crazy it doesn't sound crazy but it just sounds intimidating when you're talking about it but it's like we all have that shit in us yeah, or yeah. something that we're interested in that's true you're just so happen to be this is like your hobby but at the same time it's like anything like once you do the initial thing and once you fuck up a couple times and then once you see it see success a couple times then you're drawn to it then it's just like, like and now it's, like, it's just like you're just like wrapped in how can we like, do yeah. it yeah exactly you well, get like, used to the failures and then you get you get to see enough of the success to like and then it's like once you start to manipulate this exactly once you start to see the success and see the numbers like we've done this for five or six I think we have like five brands running right now that we're all running these ads and they're all doing similar numbers and we're just at least me personally i'm like it's not enough like i need a hundred of these fucking stores like i'm trying to just you know what i mean like because it's like i feel like we have something so valuable here like this isn't going to be around forever no that's like, how i feel this shit's going to be saturated as fuck in like two years and there's everybody's going to know how to fucking run exactly. facebook ads and then it's going to be like all right what's the next thing that we need to master yeah but in this two years i'm trying to fucking milk this shit you know yeah. what i mean like i'm trying to fucking, that's another reason we don't give a fuck and we're sharing this information with you guys because it's like number one fucking 99% of you guys aren't even gonna fucking do it we're laying it all out there literally we've been laying out everything yeah. laying it out on the table you can fucking pick it up and take it running shout out Carlos Carlos you're killing it out yeah, there yeah hell yeah Drop Carlos shit, shout shit. out Carlos my boy fuck yeah he's killing it but, um, but like most of you guys won't even just but then, and then also know if you dive into this shit like he said in two years it's gonna be on to something else so that's like we know that we're not trying to keep this a secret fucking mr burns hands because we're like <laughs> ooh, like we want to keep this a secret we don't want people to make money like no dude like we, we we're getting this figured out now we can teach you guys market's gonna get saturated in two years hopefully we'll all be onto the next thing if we're onto the next thing we'll fucking teach you guys if you guys are under the next thing hopefully you guys will make videos and <laughs> exactly. share with us you know so we're all trying to build together because it's like i said in this post like i was like i'm not a fucking expert like and people were like laughing like oh like like i'm fucking trying to be cocky or something like that but it's like no like legitimately like we don't know what the fuck we're doing like i started doing this shit eight months ago and the only difference is that i've stayed persistent and consistent and i've fucking spent money and i've tracked what's worked and what hasn't i feel like that's literally all i've done yeah it's just it's, it's a system and that's what he talks about in tools of titan a lot you know it's like it's 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 not about like or this or fucking it's about building systems that work yeah daily daily morning rituals things you do that you can you notice success 
and you're like, look, what caused that success? I just succeeded. I just killed it and some shit that I had to do it. What caused that? Let's stick with this fucking, what got you to the dance, right. you know? And like, let's just keep it fucking moving. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. But, but like, like, so my point was like, literally, we're not fucking experts. We're not these fucking like Harvard. Like I didn't go to college. I mean, I went to college for like a fucking year or yeah, whatever, but like, we're not fucking Harvard business fucking master whatever the fuck like we're just two normal dudes like so we're just trying to help out other fucking normal ass dudes that fucking trying to make some money trying to fucking pay their bills like maybe they're struggling with this shit maybe fucking something that we just said here today unlock the fucking door and you fucking figure your ads out and you make 10 grand like that's fucking dope that's what we're trying to like do here but like think about it like you just do this you make like a G or two you figure it out you just start one or two other stores and then it all kind of just flows together and you can fulfill the shit together and you can just kind of do the same shit. It's all through your phone. If you can get it, get it to work, you can be making five or six grand a month, you know? Yeah. And you can do it from home. Yeah. So uh, that's the, the inspiration, the motivation. Fucking hopefully everybody can move that w- towards that, you know? Yeah. Like you want to be able to go to work and wear fucking purple camo sweat shorts like Aaron right now, you know? <laughs> yep. And what fucking smoke weed and, and just smoke weed and talk to you guys. Do whatever the fuck so, you want, you trail mix. Eat uh, fucking Trek Max and drink kombucha. But yeah, I mean, fuck, I felt like probably entered a lot of shit. In that yeah, episode. hopefully I'd you guys got a lot of value out of that. Yeah, yeah. I got a lot of value out of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's some good stuff in there. So, um, and then yeah, shit, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, we got episodes coming every fucking every week. Wednesday I'm trying to get some guests I know we keep saying that got a couple people I need to get my talking to, so. weed card renewed so I'm trying to get the doctor in here to come do an oh, in-person yeah, consultation and talk to him for like an hour see what really goes in on in the life see how like to get your see how to medical get legal. marijuana doctor <laughs> one time well I the same dude I've been getting it renewed by it's fucking hilarious. It's just like, I Skype with this dude. It's like the last couple of years. I Skype with him for like 15 seconds. This dude, some like big black dude, he's like in his office or whatever. And there's just like thug ass Mexican dudes walking around the background, just smoke <laughs> everywhere and shit. It just looks like a Cypress Hill music video. <laughs> this dude's just talking to me, giving me my card in like 20 seconds. But I want to talk to our boy, Dr. Dave, who <coughs> has been on Two Girls, One Bomb. I want to see how much schooling he had to do, and yeah, kind of see like it just interesting, just like education behind the medical marijuana doctors, and then also like running a business. Like, what's that like? Does that's just always a funny story anytime anybody has to. That's something that we're like genuinely interested too. Is like how people got to where they are, like how they fucking built their business or Mm -hmm. started in this or that. That's like kind of the people we're going to try to go for. Like not everything on this is going to be about like setting up Shopify stores and running Instagram ads. Like we want to just hear other stories of how people came up or how people ended up to where they are now. Like I love the stories when you hear about somebody like I'm older now and shit and I've had a past career. So I always like hearing stories of like, Oh, how the fuck did you get to this career? Oh, you used to do this, and yeah. that was your path, and then somehow that shit forked, and now you're over here doing this, and you're fucking killing it. So yeah, I love hearing those stories or hearing stories of people that like, I didn't know what the fuck I was gonna do when I was 23 years old, and now I'm fucking 38, and I'm fucking killing it, and I own businesses, and yeah, you know, like 
most of us didn't know what the fuck we were going to do. So bring all those people in and stoke you guys out. But it just reminded me, I had this like meme with like that exact thing you just said. Let's see if I screenshotted it. Just a thousand screenshots on your phone. Okay, we should talk about this for at least like a minute. That fire festival. Hmm? You haven't heard anything about that. Oh my god, dude, it's everywhere. Okay, so Ja Rule. Yeah, Ja Rule. Go on. Go on. <laughs> so Ja Rule, my boy Ja, and this 25 year old fucking entrepreneur kid tried to throw this festival called the Fire Festival in the Bahamas, where it's targeted towards rich millennials. Uh, so it's like 12 grand a weekend, and you go and it's like Migos, Blink 182, like fucking sold, I don't know, whatever, like, they got these fucking, like, three big headliners, it's supposed to be this dope luxury concert on the beach, resort style, like, blah, 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 this and that, like, luxury experience, whatever, they sell, like, crazy amounts of tickets, like, sell out, whatever, 10, 12 grand a ticket, maybe even more in some cases, all just, like, rich fucking, like, 23-year-old chick, Coachella fucking chicks yeah. and shit, and then fucking the morning of the, or the morning before the event, or of the event or something, a big storm hit, took out all the sewage all the power and all the uh, and half of the tents so all the guests arrived so all the uh, headliners canceled all the guests arrived to this fucking shitty little fucking bohemian like yeah. rundown shit like i'm surprised yeah. you haven't seen anything dude. no it's all over the fucking news all over instagram like all over everything and so like all these people are just stranded on this fucking like 500 rich little fucking kids were just like stranded in this fucking uh what's it called uh, stranded in the bahamas with like no food no fucking whatever some people didn't get water like all this shit and they're like trying to refund them and send them back just chaos just oh complete chaos God. and then like people start posting shit so watch this it's like saying how it's supposed to be like luxury food and like it's it's marketed as a luxury experience yeah yeah um and this is what they were feeding them they were feeding him just bullshit. This photos? Oh, bro, this shit is fucking of course, viral. It's 2017. Fuck, what man, the fuck? It's everywhere. It's like steak and lobster. Look what they were feeding us. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. Hey, Gordon Ramsay, would you rate this fire festival gourmet? It's two slices of shitty bread with mass chaos. No organization. No one knows where to go. There are no villages. A disaster tent city. And then like, the owner and shit came out. Like it's just all these fucking rich little fuckheads. No, pissed the fuck off. With their fucking Abercrombie fucking. So this was supposed to be like during. As fuck. This was supposed to be during spring so break. Huh? Good. This yeah. was like a spring break thing. So like, dude, it's fucking everywhere like i couldn't scroll like three images without seeing shit people are making me people made memes of like castaway uh tom hanks castaway with yeah. the bearded mr wilson or whatever and it's like uh it's like what time is miko's going on at and it's just oh like fucking God. castaway like dude so funny so basically like ja rule came out he's like I'm heartbroken. We're gonna refund everyone. They're trying to get everyone off the island back to the United States. Like, there's probably still people there right now. They're still trying to get people. I don't know, but they're trying to get people we'll off back. And like, it's just a disaster. And then like, the owner, the 25 year old kid, comes out. And he's like, "We were just too naive. Like, we thought we could do all this stuff in such little time." And he's like, 
we basically had to build a city from scratch and we didn't realize the logistics and like same shit bro he's just like sold all the tickets now fucking you know now let's see the logistics of it you know so all these kids show up and it's just fucking they can't handle it there's fucking whatever so he's like uh he's like we had to build a sewage system we had to build pretty much a whole city for these people like blah 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 like we're so sad this happened we're gonna refund everyone we're gonna give you free tickets to the next one nobody's coming to the next one bro sorry sorry but you just got the worst reputation of probably all time that's like you're fucked man and then so listen to this then this morning my boy Ja and my other boy 25 year old homeboy get hit with a hundred million dollar lawsuit Boom! That's why you don't sell tickets to Skirt. fucking rich Dude. millennials. Like, yeah, because their parents, cause their are, parents are the craziest lawyers ever. How crazy is that? Lawyer up, motherfucker. And then wow. it comes out that this 25-year-old kid's last business venture was a black card. But it wasn't a black card. It's just so you look like you have a black card or something, and you get, like, discounts and, like... Same thing, he's trying to sell some luxury lifestyle and scammed a bunch of people, and, like... This kid's just, like, not getting a good rap right now at all. But it's pretty crazy he to see this shit all like the fucking He's like scamming him. So crazy. Falls, then it just falls apart. Yeah. But yeah, that's something it said at the end of this, end of this chapter. Crazy, I don't know if dude. I could find it. But it's like, yeah, it's like content is king, but... Context is... No, it's like content yeah. is king, but like distribution or getting it to the people is the kingdom. Right. So yeah. like, cool, you could like fucking have the best idea you could have the best product you could have the best concert but if you can't get people there you know you'd be giving you'd be paying people twelve thousand dollars to come see Migos and fucking Drake and whatever but if it's like people can't get there <laughs> yeah it's like it's, yeah. nobody's gonna come see yeah, that's true you'd be making the dopest shit and if you have no way of getting it in front of the eyes then it's it's tough yeah I tried it's to very tough tried to write that shit down but Cool. I'm out. We so yeah, don't that don't go to Fire Festival and test your Facebook ads. That's what you took us like an hour, today. basically yeah. an hour to tell you. Yeah, that's the check them. Don't let them go for two two sixty three <laughs> yeah. per click, and uh, don't believe twenty five year old entrepreneurs that want to sell you on concerts. Just. 28 year old entrepreneurs <laughs> that want to give you free information on yeah. YouTube. Um, hey, so. Uh, are you tired of just soggy fucking skateboards, dude? <laughs> Wish I had a brand new one. <laughs> Aren't you fucking tired of just soggy? You gotta hang it right here. A shitty board, just a <laughs> yeah. soggy skateboard. You go to try to pop up on that ledge, and then you miss, and you get a shinner. Or you roll dude, your I ankle. Fucking hate or you, that. Some shit happens, right? Dude, I wish there was like a new like. I wish like one of my homies was like gonna like drop like his own board or something and I could just like support him and like all I need skate.com oh. <laughs> it's a code word foots F-O-O-K-S and give yourself 20% off skateboard gear oh, all I need skate.com <laughs> hey so you know spring's around yeah. <laughs> summer's coming up and you know I went out and I didn't have a hat with me yesterday so I got a little sunburn Dude, on that's, my forehead that's crazy because you had a line too I do I got the the forehead sunburn and, you know so yeah but that's crazy though because I um I actually own this website that has no like way. hundreds of designs no. yeah what and is like this website 16 bucks like somewhere buy one going free like dude uh, do you guys have mystery boxes because I love oh my God. fucking mystery boxes dude you would not <laughs> we got fucking mystery boxes piratesco.com yeah. doobie talk 30% off get there if anybody made it this far 
thanks for watching. If there might be some new uh, watchers, because I'm gonna post this to all the Facebook people. So if you guys watched it, thanks for watching. Yeah, if thanks you for enjoyed watching. it. Uh, we got these coming out once a week, and we got our other segment too. We're about to film that next. We're gonna show you how to make some money selling fucking shit out of your friend's closet or from the thrift store or whatever. We're gonna show Let's you how it. to how to get this money. So pay uh, those bills. Let me show you how to pay those bills. Um, <laughs> yeah. Follow the High Rise Co. on Instagram, All I Need Skate on Instagram. Follow High Rise Aaron. I'm Derek Fukuhara. Um, and uh, till then, till then, till next week. Till then. Till then. Then is when we will be smoking <laughs> weed. So we will see you next Wednesday, next episode of Doobie Talk. Later. Peace. Peace.